0: The view, stunning. The landscape, foreboding. Your drive through the Peak District is certainly impressive. But you're not here to admire the countryside. You're here to visit an important institution. When the last little village fades from view, you turn up a dirt track. Half a mile of bumpy road before you reach the metal gates. As they start to creak open, you read the sign ahead. Welcome to the Northwest Footwear Database. Please remove your socks and shoes. Instead of walking into the facility this morning, you're going to stroll around the exterior. You're yet to fully explore the grounds of the NWFT. There are many notable features out here, including a ruined abbey and an abandoned call center, both allegedly haunted. But you're not interested in those today. You're going to patrol the very edge of the complex. New security features are currently being installed, namely, better fencing. After the Tuckington's infiltration and reports of hiker swarms across the district, this seems like a sensible priority. Francine, head of security, oversees the work. There are two teams of builders, a day shift and a night shift, whilst armed guards patrol the perimeter. The work boots assigned for outdoor labour are knee-high by default. These counteract the long grasses, which are known to tickle the shin and fatigue the average worker. Gareth and Bex have taken leave from their desk duties and set up a little refreshment stand nearby. Bex is serving up her homemade fondant fancies. They're green and yellow. Cucumber and turmeric, a combination that works surprisingly well. Gareth is serving up a builder's brews. He's set up a sponsorship deal with the National Beverage Association and he takes great delight in using the free urn they've provided. It reflects majestically in the outdoor sun and has a capacity of 20 litres. It's a resplendent urn. As you're admiring the view, you notice a rickety wooden caravan some half a mile away on a teetering peak. You speak to Francine about the vehicle, but she tells you it's nothing to be alarmed about. That is the mobile home of the madam. You've heard tales of the madam. She's an old, wise woman that roams the Peak District, and she's said to possess mystical powers. She's something of a legend amongst investigators. Numerous years ago, she assisted the police in capturing the infamous Toll Ringer. Instead of tea leaves, she made readings with the victim's nail clippings. She's also said to have invented psychological camping, an interrogation technique involving tents. You've been intrigued by the stories of the madam for quite some time, and the fact she's so nearby thrills you. The section of the fence in front of you has been removed. The builders are digging deep into the earth to install the new barrier's foundations. It will be a couple of hours yet. You decide to take your chance. You're going to walk through the opening in the fence and head to that caravan. You're going to try and meet the madam. Francine doesn't like the idea of you straying off sight. She wants you at the very least to take a bow and arrow for protection. Francine is always armed. She has an emergency blow dart concealed in the heel of her boot. But you decline her offer of weaponry. You'll be visible to the guards for the entirety of your journey. If they spy anything dangerous, they can always shout. You walk up the hill. There are no birds in the sky and it's eerily silent. This lack of noise leads to contemplation. You've been avoiding thinking about Benjamin Clandestine. After the forest incident of your last visit, you're starting to believe your search for him is hopeless. You mustn't give up just yet. Maybe the madam can help. You're outside the caravan. It looks so ramshackle you're surprised it's still in one piece. By one of the large wooden wheels, there's a ceramic gnome with a fishing rod. It's an odd sight, since he isn't near a pool of water. Odder still, a pair of white canvas shoes dangle on the end of his rod. The doorway beads of the caravan swish open. Welcome, says a voice within. Would you like your fortune told? Your toes begin to tingle with excitement. You'd like that very much. You follow the voice inside. You were expecting a figure of a fortune teller wrapped in headscarves and draped in heavy incense. Instead, you find a woman in a multicoloured tracksuit. Her shoes especially look like chewed rainbows. The outfit is undeniably gauche, but it's also enchanting. This is clearly the madam. She shows her pearly white teeth with her welcoming smile. You wouldn't like to guess how old she is. She beckons you to sit down. I've been expecting you, she says. This was either a prophetic vision or she saw you romping up the hill towards her. You decide the latter. The inside of the caravan is cramped. You squeeze onto a stool in front of a tiny table. As the madam joins you opposite, you look around the interior. It's as though somebody has smushed together all the rooms of a gothic mansion and put them in a shoebox on wheels. There's a suit of armour in the corner. There's an unusual portrait of a woman in blue and a man in grey. There's a shuffling noise in a distant wardrobe, almost as though someone was in there, watching you. You focus on the madam. She's holding a pack of tarot cards. She asks you to lightly tap your foot a few times. You're not sure why the madam is asking, but you oblige her. The madam leans under the table and produces a small musical keyboard. You notice on a fading label the name Tom is written in felt tip pen. The madam presses a button and a pre-recorded beat begins to play. It's the same tempo as your tapping. The madam shuffles her cards. She's about to engage in something she calls the foot-tap rap tarot. Sit back, relax, are you ready? Her name is the Madam and she uses a beat To reach your fortune in the stars, an incredible feat She's gonna turn five cards and she'll tell you some stuff But she warns you that this process can be quite tough For some people don't like what the Madam can see They get a little weird about their destiny So she checks again that you wish to proceed And you're wary of the scary things that she might see But you reach inside, find a strength within you, Madam continue First card picked, and the madam hoots Cause you've only gone and picked the one of boots You're a half and you're searching for a hole, she says But you might be searching for the rest of your days Unless you stop, stop, and learn to hop When you've taken a leap, then you'll find the right venue Madam continue Card number two elicits a chuckle, it's the shoemaker card and he's shining a buckle. He wants to make it clean for the world to see, and he'll try some different methods and they won't all be the best. Some are strange, but a maker's gotta make, gotta stretch his range. So don't be scared if it's not on the menu, madam continue. Third card chosen simply says the C. And Madam goes and picks another card for thee. Fourth card picked is the Ten of Brogues. It's a corporation shoe and a mighty gang of rogues. You've made some enemies in the industry, and there's gonna be some fascinating history. Elemental forces will come out to play, but whatever the game is, it's impossible to say. Maybe you're the prize, and they'll try to win you. Madam, continue. Card number five is unpleasant to view. It's a boot made of flesh and its laces spew like veins off a tongue and the colours are writhing. Madam says the meaning's deep, so dive in. Horrifying things are in store for you, so you need to be strong with the footwear crew. Whatever you do, just stay true. You stare at the shoe, all grizzle and sinew. sinew, sinew, sinew. Madam continue. But Madam is done with her rap. She switches off the keyboard. She gathers up her cards and shakes a silk slipper in the air. Incense drifts from pinpricks in its toes. She's cleansing her spiritual aura. You sense it's time to leave. You start to exit the caravan, but the madam grabs you before you go. I know who you're seeking, she says. And you will learn all the answers, even to questions you haven't asked yet. Finish the alphabet. Your life depends on it. With that, you leave through the beads. You've no idea what half that reading meant. It was rhythmic, yet cryptic. You turn around to follow up on the madam's final comments. There was clearly an oblique reference to Benjamin Clandestine. You feel like you've already asked a lot of questions, and you've no idea what you meant by the alphabet. But already the wagon is rolling away. You will see the madam again when your time is right, you're sure of it. You walk back down the hillside. It doesn't take you long to realise something is wrong. The new fencing still isn't up yet. The workers have stopped working. As you get closer, you hear the security alarm in the distance. A shiver runs right down you. Surely there hasn't been a hiker attack. You look around, wildly. There's nothing on the hillside, but maybe they're adept at camouflage. You start to jog down the hill. You're a child again. You're running with Benjamin. But no, you're an adult now, and you're running with fear. You slow your pace when you spot a crowd of people gathered at the building site. They look concerned... But there's no sign of any urgent evacuation. It's not the hikers. Zoya, second in command of the NWFD, has arrived outside. Francine is speaking to her security staff. She's pointing to a large hole in the ground. You're back within the perimeter. You ask a nearby guard to explain this hullabaloo. He's sweating nervously and points to the site of the digging. You hurry over, joining the throng that's staring down into that gaping wound in the ground. There's been a discovery. At the bottom of the pit, about 30 shoelaces deep, there's a hatch set into the earth. There's a wheel to open it. And it's red. No, 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 that's not what you wanted to see. You don't want anyone to see it. But they're all staring at it, hypnotised. There's no denying it now. Everybody feels this same queasy feeling as though something malevolent was radiating from the ground below. The guard you just spoke to was throwing up in a bush. There's something horrible down there, isn't there? Something beyond that hatch. Zoya comes over to you. You exchange a silent look. You both encountered the red in the forest. You both know it means ill. You wonder if Zoya will cordon off the area, try to forget everything that she's seen, but no, Zoya won't tolerate it any longer. She issues her orders. Everyone needs to calm down. The ocular assessors will try to visualise what's down there. This will take all afternoon. Once they have their report, a team of people will be dispatched to journey beneath the Earth. Such an expedition will likely be dangerous. She won't force anyone to go. You think of the Red. You try to remember all the times its fear flashed through your mind. And you're surprised to find yourself volunteering for the mission. It's settled then. Zoya will lead a team this evening. You will accompany her. The NWFD's finest will venture through that hatch. You may not be a fortune teller like the Madam... But you're convinced that not everyone will survive the trip. This visit to the Northwest Footwear Database is to be continued. Gareth would like to remind you that the Northwest Footwear Database is sponsored by the National Beverage Association. Fuel your business with different varieties of tea, including Apple Mint, Builder's Brew, Calming Seaweed, Don't Touch Me, Egg, Foreign Flavor, Grape, Hibiscus and Biscuits, Iced Berries, Just Tea, King's Ransom, Loose Leaf, Menthol, Nuts Variety, Orange Blossom, Partial Orange Blossom, Quiet Sunrise, Rustic Rust, Sip It Slowly, Ten Times the Spice, Under Tongue, Velcro, Wet, X wet Yawn Inducer, and Zero Caffeine. The National Beverage Association. Drink your tea.